Hey everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola from Clever Girl Finance. And today I'm really excited to be recording this podcast because I have a new mic. Yay! <laughs> so I'm hoping that it makes a difference when you guys listen into this episode, but this mic is just really pretty and it has me feeling all kinds of fancy. So I'm really excited to be using it today. Um, I also wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who has sent me a message on social media or who has sent me an email to tell me how much they're loving the podcast. I appreciate you guys being here and spending your time with me, listening to me talk about these different money topics. So thank you for being here. And I also wanted to say a thank you to everyone who has sent me a question or a topic suggestion. I will be answering the questions as the episodes progress, and I will definitely be taking the topic suggestions into consideration. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. And today I wanted to talk about making sure that you are financially prepared to be a homeowner. And the reason why I wanted to discuss this today is because a lot of times I hear people say things like, well... Owning a home would be so much cheaper for me. Um, I feel like I'm throwing away my money by paying rent. And that's not always the case because home ownership is more than just being able to pay your mortgage and pay your quarterly or annual taxes. There are other costs that come into play that you want to make sure that you are considering as you prepare to buy your home. The last thing you want is to be taken by surprise after you have signed your mortgage and you realize you, you are going to have additional costs to pay when it comes to owning your home. And so this is not to, you know, talking about the cost of home ownership is not to discourage you. Owning a home is a great thing. It's a great way to build wealth. You are going to have your own space. It's somewhere that you can call your own, but you want to make sure that as you transition or before you transition from being a renter to being a homeowner, you truly understand all the potential associated costs. That way you can plan adequately for them and you don't start feeling that you're stuck in this, you know, in this house that you can't afford. That's the last thing that you want. So let's talk about what exactly you should be thinking about while you're planning to buy this house to make sure that you can truly afford the costs. So as you prepare to purchase your home, one of the first things you want to think about in addition to you know saving for your down payment and getting all your documentation in order is whether or not you can afford the cost of the move so mo for the most part people really focus on getting that down payment together but you really have to consider the cost of that move and that is if you're going to need people to help you pack up if you're going to have to rent a rental truck you know paying those movers and paying for that truck also are you going to have to do any renovation work in the house are you going to have to buy new furniture those are all things that tie into the cost of your move and you want to make sure that you're not only saving for the down payment but you're saving to be able to afford that cost of the move. At the very minimum, you want to be able to pay for your movers and pay for the truck. You don't want to have to leverage debt because you've put all your money towards a down payment and you can now not afford to pay for your moving truck or pay for your movers. So as you save for that down payment, also take into consideration the fact that you're going to have to save for the cost of your move. Things like buying furniture and doing renovations are things that can wait, but you also want to put them down on your list as things that you're going to need to start saving money for once you have that down payment in place. The next thing you want to think about is think not only think about but make sure that you truly understand is the estimated monthly cost of being a homeowner versus what you currently pay or 
what your current costs are as a renter. So let me explain what that is. When you rent a home, um, you very, you know, for the most part, you know what your costs are. Your costs are typically fixed. You know what your rent is going to be. You have a good idea of what your utilities are. And if something happens where you need something to be repaired or replaced in your home, you're going to call your landlord because he owns the property. He owns the appliances. So your cooker breaks, you're going to call him. Um, your dishwasher or washer dryer breaks, you're going to call your landlord. And it's his or her responsibility to make sure that they, rep they repair or replace that item. However, when you become a homeowner, um, you're going to need to be able to understand or get a good idea of what your monthly costs are going to be because you are going to be responsible for two key things. In addition to your mortgage and um, your utilities, so your basic utilities, electricity, water, things like that, you're also going to be responsible for, number one, maintaining your home. So think things like grass cutting, landscaping, snow removal, things like that. And number two, you're also going to be responsible for any planned repairs and also any unexpected repairs. So if you... Um, need to get a new cooker, you need to replace the appliances in your house, if you need to replace the water heater, if you need to um, get a new roof, things like that are things that are going to be your own responsibility because now you are the homeowner, you are essentially your own landlord. So you definitely want to make sure you understand what those costs are of owning the home you want to buy are versus what, you know, versus the current cost you pay as a renter and understand what that difference is going to be. So if the difference is going to be an extra $500 towards maintaining your home and, you know, to put away for savings towards planned repairs, can you afford that? And you're also going to need to expand your emergency fund so that you can cover any unexpected repairs. Um, as a homeowner myself, I know that, you know, things are going to come up in your house always. Um, you know, something's going to break, something's going to need replacement, your, your house is going to get get old, and you're going to need to get work done. So you definitely want to make sure you start to prepare for those for things like that. And one great way uh, to start preparing is through your inspection report. So before you buy a home, you have the option to do an inspection. And getting an inspection done is something that I highly, highly recommend. It's actually very risky not to get an inspection done. And what it does is it tells you the state of your home. And the report you get after the inspection has been completed is very, very insightful because it can help you prepare for future work and future uh, replacements you need to get done in your home, which will allow you to determine how much you need to save. So let's say for instance, your inspection report says that your roof is 15 years old. The average life cycle of a roof is about 20 years, I believe. And so you know that, okay, your roof is 15 years old. You have another five years or so before you're going to have to replace the roof. And so you can start to, number one, determine what is the cost of the roof and start to put money aside so that when that roof replacement does come around, you can afford to pay for it and you don't have to get into debt to be able to cover the cost of that roof replacement. So that's one example. So an inspection is a great way, the inspe the actual inspection report is a great way to help you determine what your future repair costs might be depending on what the state of things are in your home. And the inspections are usually very, very thorough. They cover everything from your sewer to your roof, um, to your systems, your home systems in your house, to your appliances. So it's something you definitely want to do because it can help you estimate what future costs you're going to have so that you can start to prepare adequately for them. The inspection is also going to cover things like your windows and, you know, basically it's going to 
be a thorough inspection of your home. And keep in mind that once you get that inspection report and you take a look at it and you don't like what you see, you're not comfortable with the state of the house because you haven't committed to the house, you haven't signed the documents to become the homeowner, you haven't signed up for the mortgage yet, you can always walk away with it. So getting an inspection done is is very, very important and I highly, highly recommend it. So the other thing you want to think about is what is your commitment going to be to this home in, ten, in terms of how long do you intend to stay in that house? Um, and the reason why I bring this up is because one of the main reasons people buy homes is aside from wanting to have their own space, um, they, they buy them for financial purposes. They want to build equity. They want to pay off this mortgage and have the, this asset that they call their own. However, you want to keep in mind that equity takes time to build. And so if you're planning to move only after a couple of years, you want to really consider if it is worth you purchasing the house right now. Because if you move too soon after you have bought it, you could end up losing money after you factor in all of your initial you know, expenses for purchasing the house, for moving into the house, and then your selling expenses and your additional moving costs for moving out of the house. So that's something you definitely want to think about. And like I mentioned before, home ownership is, you know, it's a great thing. It's something to consider in your wealth portfolio, but make sure that you can truly afford the cost of the purchase. You don't want to purchase this house and find yourself paying so much to, you know, maintaining the house and things like that to the point where all other aspects of your finances are suffering. So a good rule to keep in mind is that you don't want your housing expenses to be more than 33% of your overall income. And the reason why 33% is recommended is so that you can still meet your other financial obligations and still work towards achieving your financial goals without having to sacrifice them you know, for the sake of owning this home. So things like saving for retirement, paying off debt, saving for your kids' college education and other things are things that you still want to be able to do even when you are a homeowner. You don't want to have to sacrifice um, your other financial goals just because you're trying to afford this home. Um, once your housing expenses start to exceed 50%, then you know, your retirement savings, your debt, your debt payoff, the other things you want to do, your other financial goals will start to suffer because you're putting all this money into this home. So make sure that you're planning accordingly. And keep in mind that when you go to sit down with a bank or a mortgage broker, or you use one of these online tools to estimate your monthly payments, they're going to be giving you that estimate and qualifying you for a loan based on your income before taxes have been taken out. So you want to make sure that you do your own due diligence to factor in the taxes and truly determine if you can afford those monthly payments for your mortgage and also factor in the other costs around your life. So things like your utilities, paying for your other bills, um, paying for, you know, putting money towards your retirement savings, paying off your debt. You want to make sure that it doesn't become a, a struggle for you to afford to live your life every month because you have purchased a home. So I hope that this episode has been insightful and helpful, especially as you start making um, plans towards purchasing your home. And if you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, info at clevergirlfinance.com. Also, if you haven't already subscribed to the Clever Girl Finance website, head over there right now, clevergirlfinance.com. 
So you can get access to my free resource library. Um, I have a bunch of great resources there, tip sheets, checklists that can help you start improving your finances today. And finally, don't forget to check out the Clever Girl Finance Accountability Program, especially if you feel like you need some help with becoming accountable for your financial goals, if you need some support and encouragement, as well as education on building wealth. This is a great place for you to start and you will find the um, link to it in the show notes but it is clevergirlfinanceacademy.com. So I look forward to talking to you guys again in the next episode of this podcast. We'll talk soon. Bye.